At photographycourse.net, you'll be able to swap your expertise with other photographers, make light instead of wishing for it, expand your portfolio, and receive feedback from professionals, all of which will develop your artistic eye. Photographycourse.net offers an abundance of premium courses and challenges for participants at every stage of their journey, from technical settings for portrait photography, to landscape composition tricks, to how to start your own photography business, we have everything you need to start shooting confidently. You can work at a pace that suits you. Our 52-week project challenge will provide you with the educational resources, encouragement, and support that you need to take great photographs every week. You can join us at any time as our themes are evergreen. You can also start by shooting every day and learning something new with our 365 Days of Photography course. Led by an industry expert who has mentored over 10,000 students, this course will help you take your photography skills to the next level with daily, bite-sized videos. Throughout the process of learning, you'll have access to a community that will provide you with inspiration and motivation. Get encouragement from other photographers every single day. Our current limited time offer comes with a special discount code exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Claim this discount by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join photographycourse.net and capture more than just a moment. Hello, my name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World Podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry, give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. In this episode, I speak with Ali Piscopo, an Italian photographer and teacher with a very beautiful and diverse portfolio. We talk about her life as a teacher, what it's like having photography as a hobby, how to take great photos of pets, and much more. Please enjoy. Hi, Alessio. Welcome to Great Big Photography World podcast. I'm very happy to have you here. Please introduce yourself to the listeners. Hello, Taya. First of all, thank you very much for this great opportunity you gave me. It's a pleasure to do this interview with you about photography and thanks for the interesting questions you proposed to me. So hello, everybody. My name is Alessia. My surname is Piscopo. I am 39 years old and I come from Naples in southern Italy. I work as a French teacher in middle and high school, and I also work with children who have learning difficulties. I really love my work, my profession. I love being surrounded by children, even if <laughs> they are, uh, there is uh, some noise in the classroom. But this work gives me a lot of satisfaction, even if it's a hard one. Another passion is uh, definitely photography. It's my first hobby. I'm not a professional uh, photographer, but I dedicate all my spare time to this. I came across your work for the first time in our Facebook group. We used to have a Facebook group at photographycourse.net and Alessia was so active in it. And she would often share photos there and she would interact with the other members. And our team really appreciated how active she was. And then when we created a community at photographycourse.net, she moved on to that community and she's even more active now. And I often, I, I love, absolutely love hearing from her and finding out about her process of taking photographs. So I just wanted to take a moment to thank you for your participation in our community. You're definitely one of our 
most active members and we really, really appreciate everything that you're contributing to the community. The other members absolutely love your submissions. Thanks to you, really. <laughs> Let's start with camera equipment. What gear do you use? Yes, as camera equipment, I use um, a Reflex Nikon D3200 and I also have different lenses, for example, a 40 millimeters macro, always by Nikon. I also have a wide angle, uh, 1116 by Tokina and a standard lens uh, by Nikon that is uh, 18-105. I use uh, this lens almost every day because I think it's very versatile and it's so useful for my needs, even if I know it's a little bit grainy when you zoom a lot. I, I think um, you can add more equipment as you go, but starting with the minimum with, uh, will allow you to focus on getting the basics down before you move um, into more complicated setups. So I think the best that you can do is invest in the right gear for your level and the type of photography you do. Yeah, that's very good advice. If you start out as a beginner, you buy all kinds of equipment, then you might feel confused. So it's good to start with just a little bit, just to be a minimalist in a way. Yes, yes, I, yes. I only started with uh, my first lens, who was Nikon 18105. Uh, which I think it's a very great lens. And then I bought a macro because I especially love flowers uh, macro and also food macro. And then I uh, bought the wide angle because I think that uh, it's a lens I can use, um, I can sometimes use during my travels. Yeah. The 35 millimeter lens, uh, any wide angle lens uh, is very good for travel photography specifically. Yes, yes. yes. Especially, especially landscapes and uh, as, um, if, I, if I travel abroad or when I visit cities, I think uh, the Nikon 18-105 is not uh, sufficient to do this kind of photograph. So um, I needed uh, definitely a wide angle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I also have a wide angle lens. I have the 35 millimeter lens from Yongno. It's a Chinese company. And I use ah, yes. That. yes, yes, I remember you told me. Yeah, so I use that with the uh, Canon 5D Mark II. And I also have a Canon 80D and it works perfectly on both cameras. It's so versatile. As you said, you could just use it anywhere. Uh, yeah, photography, portrait photography, landscape photography, and it's budget friendly as well. So, yeah, I think every photographer should have a wide angle lens. Yes, not um, not at the beginning. I think in my case, uh, I didn't want a wide angle at the beginning. I prefer to have the uh, the standard lens. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, everybody has their own preferences. I actually have a funny story about this 35 millimeter lens of mine. When I got it for the first time, I wanted to experiment with different just lenses in general. And that was the only one available uh, that was available within my budget at the time. Oh, it was okay. very affordable and it was used and I bought it and I started taking photos with it. I hated it at first. I was like, this is the worst effect oh, okay. ever. But then <laughs> with time, the more photos I took, 
the more I started to like it. And now it's my number one lens. I'm not kidding. I love it so much. It's good. Great. <laughs> you also mentioned a while ago, I think in the Facebook group, that you have a lens baby, right? Yes, I have a lens baby. It's a very uh, particular uh, lens. And I, I explain you something about it. So this uh, compact lens uh, creates a spot of focus effect surrounded by smooth bokeh uh, that allows you to separate the subject of your piece from the background. It's the, um, it's the Sol 45 because there are uh, so many kind of lens baby on their side. Mine is uh, uh, Sol 45 and it's only manual focus. It's uh, a fixed lens because he has uh, a 3.5 aperture and he has a focal length of um, 45 millimeters and combines uh, both selective focus and tilting. So I use it with my Nikon, but this, this lens uh, also comes in uh, many versions. So uh, with various mounts, uh, Nikon, Canon, Sony, Pentax, and uh, also Fuji. So the Sol 45 can be tilted to move the focus to different parts of the frame. And it gives you plenty of options for uh, composition. Uh, the Sol 45 has also two bokeh blades that can be used to add texture if you like it to your bokeh. You can use the bokeh blades alone or together, and they can be rotated to create different effects. I really like this lens. It's something very original, and I think it's so unique in its style because it gives me a new perspective and an original way to capture photographs. But honestly, I have to say that I only use it for macros and for pet portraits because I don't like this kind of, of effect on landscape images um, because the edges are extremely blurry, um, but that's the whole point of the lens. So it's for special effects only. And if you And if it's not the effect you are going for, it's not the lens for you. Because I think that with a lens like um, this, there is really no right or wrong way to use it in the sense that the results are entirely a matter of your creative uh, creative tastes. Yeah, that's a really good, uh, it's really good information that you shared. I really appreciate that. I've always <laughs> wanted Thanks. I think that it's um, being a manual, a manual lens. I think that it's at the beginning, it's a little bit complicated to use, but then it will be uh, more simple. Yeah, I think lenses like that, as you said, they're very specific and they were made for a very specific purpose to blur yes. the image. And they're very fun, creative lenses, but you, yes. you have to think before you buy one. <laughs> yes, I always have so much fun when I use it. I use it especially to take pictures of my bunny uh, because my, my bunny is very peaceful. So I have the time to play with all these uh, uh, tools. This is not so simple if you haven't so much time. Yes, or if you have a pet that runs around a lot. Exactly. 
you have to have a very peaceful animal at home before yes. I a lens baby. <laughs> yes, my giant rabbit is perfect model for the lens baby and also my flowers on my balcony are great subjects for a lens baby, but not landscapes. I have never tried to um, photograph landscapes because I think that um, for my tastes, this effect doesn't work well on them. Yeah, and it's good that you know your taste. Uh, and also, speaking of your giant bunny, I've seen photos of it. It's very beautiful and <laughs> so adorable. And you take very good photos of your pet. And you Thank said you that very much, Taya. Thank you. you. You said that it's quite peaceful, so it is quite easy to photograph it because it doesn't run around. But in general, what tips would you give to someone who wants to take very good photos of their pets? Yes, uh, I have always had rabbits in my life, so they are my favorite models. Um, I now have, as I told you, a giant rabbit and I love to take portraits of her. Um, as I said, I think that pet photography requires a lot of patience because animals are not so easy to photograph as they always move. As a matter of fact, my pics are usually, um, as you saw, close-ups because I really love the softness and the delicacy of, of, of their fur. And uh, I think that in pet photography, autofocus isn't always the solution because you can use manual focus when your pet, for example, is resting or sleeping. And this will allow you to focus on the right parts of its face and uh, take very sharp uh, portraits. So instead of um, forcing uh, your pet to pose for you all the time, you have to find inspiration in its natural uh, poses. As your pet calms down, for example, you can capture intimate close-ups, uh, cute poses, and I think that um, one should try to photograph when they are sleeping or resting so that uh, you can try different perspectives as I do. I sometimes focus on details uh, such as the eyes. For example, uh, my second rabbit, Fletcher, had lovely blue eyes. So I um, always took photos um, of, uh, of his eyes, so macros, or the cute nose, their cute pose, the fluffy tails, and so on. So it is great to fill the frame with your pet's face and uh, fur. I, I usually shoot uh, outside on my balcony so that I can create, for example, a lovely bouquet uh, but also I take photos indoors, but you always um, have to make sure that you are in a well-lit room because I think that you should use uh, a nat natural light. Uh, you, you should avoid flash because uh, it can cause uh, the red eye effect, uh, and which, which is bad, but it also can, uh, can scarce uh, your, your pet. And um, and I also I also think that uh, most importantly get uh, get down on your pet's level. I mean, you can sit on the floor or lie on your belly, and um, you 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 should shoot from your pet's high level or below, because we all know how a pet looks when viewed from above. 
so this is the way we always see them. Instead, uh, I think that one should um, show us how your pet sees the world. So it's a particular way. I love that. I've never heard of that. Very good advice, by the way, in general, but especially the part where you should get on your pet's level, because, yeah, you're right. We are usually yes. taller than our yes, pets. It's original. <laughs> Yeah, we're taller than our pets, much taller most of the time. Yes. So we see them from a very specific angle. And so if you take photos on their level, then it's a yes, really I always I always do this with my with my bunny. Never I I never photograph hair from above, but only uh, on the floor. Yeah, and it's fun for you as a photographer because you have this new perspective. Yes, definitely. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to know, since you specialize in so many different kinds of photography, you love taking photos of animals and people and landscapes. How did you originally get into photography? Okay, so uh, I I started to photograph at um, at a very young age, especially thanks to a friend um, who pushed me to use my first camera at the age of uh, I think twenty years old and uh, I have always loved photography and also my mom had always been into photography since uh, her young age. As a matter of fact, we share the same passion till now. Uh, my mom is um, 70 and we usually take part in some photographic contests organized in our city where there are also professional photographers. I think that the tips and the motivation you can get from a professional are priceless because it can give you all sorts of information. So uh, I think that it's always worth asking what is good or not about uh, your photo to improve uh, your uh, skills. As I told you at the beginning, I began to shoot with some Nikon Coolpix and uh, now I own a reflex, a Nikon, but I also had an analog because my mom bought it when she was young. Uh, this analog is a Canon AV-1, if I remember well. And I really, I really appreciate the analog. Uh, I use it uh, two or three times. Uh, because um, I love it for the fact that you always uh, have to pay so much attention to what you are photographing. This doesn't uh, always happen with reflex, you know, you always uh, take so many pictures. Um, because about analog, uh, you know, there is only one picture to take and that, uh, that one has to be the perfect one. So it allows you to be more concentrated and careful before clicking the button. I don't know if you agree with <laughs> with me. Oh yes, I do agree with you. Uh, I've often heard very good things about analog photography and most people agree that definitely it, focus, it forces you to focus more on the yes. present moment. Yes. Photographycourse.net is a place where you can find an abundance of photography inspiration in different forms like premium courses, articles, video tutorials, editing resources, and much more. We have a thriving community where you can meet new people, receive constructive criticism, and discover new ideas every single day. Here is a message from one of our top community members, Robert Morton. Hi, my name is Rob. 
I specialise in wildlife photography and landscape photography. I'm a member of photographycourse.net online community. I like the community because you get some fantastic ideas and some great feedback. So take your photography to the next level by clicking the link in the description. That's what I did and I haven't looked back. If you want to join our online community, go to photographycourse.net and enter the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member. But I, I always use a Nikon at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing. It's so... But it's great. It's also, I, I also like the, the, the texture. Uh, it's very particular, the texture you will have in your image with the analog. It's a, it's a very it's a very particular uh, style. I agree with you completely, and I'm sure that the listeners do as well. Analog photography definitely has a very specific look to it. It's grainy, and the colors are very interesting depending on the film. But yeah, in general, it has yeah, a very nostalgic feeling to it, which makes... yes, a nostalgic feeling. I I like it. I, I like it. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to see your film photos. I don't think I've ever seen them in the group. I, I don't think I I share them. I, I, I will. Yes, please do. I would love I to see them. Yes, I have some photographs uh, of some travels uh, of uh, last summers. So I have to share something, um, some pictures too of my city. I, I shot with, the, with this analog. Mm-hmm. That would be very interesting to see. Yes, please share if you want. Yes, to. I will. I will share. Okay, great. Um, you said that at the beginning of this episode that you're a full-time teacher, so photography is just your yeah. hobby. Having photography as a hobby and having it as a career, two different things, very, very different things. So what advice would you give to hobbyist photographers? Okay, so uh, in my opinion, the, um, I think that the body camera you have is, is not so important because I think uh, lenses can make a great difference. You should choose them in the right way. For example, as I told you, um, if you like many, many different genres like me, uh, you can you can use the um, 185 uh, uh, or 18-105 lenses as they are so versatile, uh, ideal for a broad uh, for a broad range of shooting situations. Or, for example, a macro lens if you love details and uh, bokeh. For example, I am in love with bokeh, as you know. And I have, um, as I said, I have many lenses, but uh, I say that the 18105 is the most uh, used. So I think that uh, one should um, do some useful observations about the genre you want to specialize so that you can buy the right lens for you. And I would like uh, to share, Taya, with all of you uh, a quote I love a lot. It's a quote by, I think, uh, I, I hope I pronounce it well, Don McCullin, uh, because um, it totally expresses my thought about uh, photography. And this quote says, photography for me, it's not looking, but it's feeling. If you can't feel what you're looking at, then you are never going to get others to feel anything when they look at your pictures. So uh, I, I can give you, um, as a hobbyist photographer, 
two advices because I am just an amateur. Uh, so choose the right lens for your needs, but most of all, love what you photograph. And moreover, find and um, develop your style because your style is the way you see and represent the world. That's what will make your work stand out, I think. That's such a nice quote. Thank you for sharing. And I love the advice that you gave. It's definitely very important to find equipment that works for you, just for you, something that you can comfortably use. But it's obviously even more important to feel what you're doing, to connect with your subject. And that takes time, I think. Uh, your portfolio includes lots of different subjects. As I mentioned earlier, you specialize in all kinds of interesting genres, landscapes, people, architecture, and more. Yes. What is the inspiration behind your photographs? Um, photography and travels are my big passions. Um, uh, everything around me which catches my eye and attention is always the object of my photographs. So it can be everything. My favorite subjects are definitely landscapes, seascapes and nature, because as, you, as I said, I travel a lot. But in particular, I love macro photos of flowers and animals are another great subject too. I'm also a bokeh lover because the blurry, the blurry, soft and colorful backgrounds are a real delight for my eyes. But I also have a real love for abandoned old villages. So another favorite genre is urban photography. Um, I always visit old villages or abandoned ghost towns when I travel uh, because I'm fascinated by their history and by the people who live there. It's like you are witnessing a very intimate piece of someone else's life. They give me so many emotions. Um, these places give me so many emotions like some trees, uh, mystery, loneliness and melancholy at the same time. So this genre inspires me a lot. And I also bought uh, some books about this urban photography to know more. And um, I always take photos, as I said, with my Nikon and different lens, depending on what I have to photograph. And once done, I spend my free time editing my photos with the camera roll. Uh, but now I'm also learning how to use Photoshop too. It's a very difficult software, but I hope to improve it. And uh, my post-processing is never too excessive. I only try to enhance my images with different tools, such as exposure, shadows, clarity, and, uh, and sharpness. That's great. I think it's important to have an editing system that works for you. Uh, it doesn't need to be complicated, but yeah, I think you'll be able to master Photoshop in no time. It's a... Uh... It always looks very complicated. I remember when I got into it, it was it's just a gray window with lots of buttons, right? It looks so terrifying. Yes. <laughs> it's really scary. Yes. But I think since you have a lot of photography experience already, as you said, you've been shooting since the age of 20, I think you'll be able to master it quickly. So Thank you. I hope so. I hope so. Now I I have to say that I use I use um, camera roll. And I I know I know it's uh, very well, I think. Camera Raw is, is not so difficult to use. 
Mm-hmm. And, and it's, so a great way, it's a great way to start um, to process your photos. And uh, Camera Raw is in uh, in Photoshop. Okay. Oh, Camera Raw. Yes. Camera Raw. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's great. Yes. Uh, it has very interesting tools, and they might seem basic, but it's all you need to make any kind of photograph stand out, in my opinion. Yes, I, I agree. You have been an active member of photographycourse.net for a while. As I mentioned earlier, you were very active in our Facebook group, and now you're active in our community. As I said, we're very grateful for you, and I'm curious to know, what do you enjoy the most about being a member of a photography community? Okay, honestly, I have never been a part of a community. It's my first time in a community and it's a great experience to be uh, in your community. I am very glad that I come across your website because here I can find advices, inspiration and uh, motivation. I began uh, to share my photographs um, on um, on your group on Facebook because it's so great to share my images with those who share my same passion. Uh, it's great to receive uh, great comments and why not? Also, criticism can be constructive too. And I have to say that you always organize such great contests. I really enjoyed them when I took part. They, they, there are always different and original challenges. So I have so much fun. And I also um, have um, the opportunity to be in contact with professional photographers as you, Taya. And I know I can count on all of you if I need some help about something or just to ask something about photography or lens. And um, I also had, uh, and for this, I thank you a lot, the big opportunity to follow uh, your courses. They are so well organized uh, through videos and PDF. Um, I followed your course, the self-portrait photography indoors on a budget and uh, the black and white photography too. These courses gave me some useful tips and tricks and I learned so many things I didn't know before. As a matter of fact, I'm not so good at these two genres, so it has been a way to become more passionate about them and learn a lot. So thank you very much for this. Oh, thank you very much for the kind words. Uh, we have a great team of people uh, and those people contribute so much to the community and they come up with great ideas for our themes and for everything else. So uh, we're all as a group very, very thankful for... Yes, you are also you are also very, very friendly. So I, I love this community a lot. It's my first community. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Oh, I'm very honored that PhotographyChris.net is your first community. It's yes. a way... Also a first for me, even though I've been a part of photography communities in the past, I don't think I've ever been a part of like a forum like this. So I'm also experiencing lots of things for the first time. Oh, and I'm okay. very, very happy to know that you're enjoying your time there. And the photo contests are definitely very fun. I also enjoy participating in them indirectly. <laughs> <laughs> Every day we also um, learn something, isn't it? That's true. Yeah, uh, it's a great community for learning something every day. And some, oftentimes, uh, almost every day, actually, I'll learn something from one of the members, they'll share a photograph, and then they'll write a little bit about 
their process, like how they took the photo. And I'm always very surprised. I'm like, wow, that's yeah. a very creative way of photographing like a tree or something, you know? Yes. I also love the fact that you uh, edited many photographs by other people. It's a great oh, way to, yes, because it's a great way to see how others uh, interpret your images. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, so that's Editing Friday, and I remember editing your photograph. I think it was yeah. a picture of a cat. I really yeah. enjoyed editing yeah. your photo. <laughs> it has been great because your post-processing has not been uh, too excessive, so I like it very much. Yeah, I'm trying to be very careful when I edit other people's photos for Editing Friday because I don't want to be too ex excessive. And first of all, if I made a long video, they would fall asleep. They would get very bored. Oh. <laughs> Never. <laughs> but yeah, mostly it's to not. I never, I never fell asleep when I when I followed your courses. On the contrary, they were very interesting. So my attention, so I was very attentive. Yes, focus. Yes, on your videos. So never get bored. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I'm happy that at least someone didn't fall asleep while watching the videos. <laughs> but no, thank you so much. Um, and we really appreciate you and. We're always looking for new people to join the community. So if there's anyone listening who wants to join, feel free to do so. It's free. And we would love to hear from you. And if you want to ask Ali some questions, you can do so. You can check out her amazing work. I also, I also, Taya, I also invited many, many of my friends uh, in yes, your you community. Did. Yes. Dude, thank you so much. Yes, I uh, often come across Italian members and I'm like, yeah, they're probably from Alessia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, probably <laughs> most because I uh, I have many friends who share my same passion, and uh, with these friends I always, as I as I said, uh, I always go um, and took part in many photographic contests in my city. So I I really know uh, so so many people who love photography. Yeah, and I'm very grateful for your generosity and it's so nice to have friends online and offline I think who share your passion for photography and it's really nice that you and your mom often yes in contests in yes we, we share the same passion and and you know all um and you know also my aunt she um she be begins to uh, love photography Really, probably because of you and your passion, right? Probably, yes. And and she won. She um, she took part in uh, two photographic contests in my city for the first time, and uh, she won the jury two of her pictures. Sorry, two pictures. That's very I, impressive. Yes, I was very happy for her because um, it was her first time. So I. I I hope she will improve because now now she she takes um she takes pictures with uh, only with her cell phone. Ooh, that we may, may know in the future. Mm -hmm. And what kind of uh, subjects does she photograph? Uh, my aunt um, photographs uh, landscapes, especially landscapes. She takes photographs um, of uh, of Naples, so Vesuvio. Uh, see and people too oh that sounds amazing yeah italy has so many beautiful landscapes from what i've seen so i'm sure that your aunt has so many wonderful subjects to photograph every single day <laughs> thanks that's really cool it's nice to have a family that shares your passion yes unfortunately unfortunately not my dad he's not so good <laughs> he's not so good uh, at um photographing 
<laughs> oh, maybe one day, no? <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, is he stubborn? <laughs> he is he's too old to learn, I think. <laughs> oh, well, maybe one day you'll inspire him. He'll see when maybe, you're One day, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Let him join the community. Maybe he'll get a lot of inspiration from it. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> well, Ale, I have one more question for you, and that is, what is the one thing you'd like to achieve in this great big photography world? Okay, there is always uh, something and so much to achieve in the photography world. I think I would like to achieve great photographs, especially uh, night shots. I, I tried a few times, but the results achieved are still not so good, in my opinion. Uh, this is what I would like to improve most because I love this uh, genre. I would like to play with different shutter speed, capture moving objects and shoot colorful uh, trails. So I always have to keep in mind that the slower the shutter speed, the longer the light trails. But I'm still not so good um, at doing this. And as I said, I'm also trying to, um, to learn Photoshop better. I listened to some videos on YouTube and I'm learning a lot about the use of new, of new tools. I want to improve this because I really love editing. I spend a lot of time doing this for my pictures. Mm, really wonderful goals. Uh, I think you'll be able to master nighttime photography. Thank quickly. you. Uh, I'm also struggling with it. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's definitely a genre that's not. Yes, it's not so easy to use Photoshop. It's a very, um, it's a very complicated uh, software. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Even for me, um, there are so many tools that I don't know about. But I think if you just start with the basics as you're already doing, then you'll have a really fun time. I think the most important thing is to have fun when you're editing, right? Yes, yes. I, I have fun when I edit my photographs. Ali, thank you so much for sharing your story with the listeners and with me. I really enjoyed getting to know you and finally hearing your voice, uh, one of our favorite community members. <laughs> thanks, uh, really, thanks to you and uh, to all of the community, all the members. Thank you very much. I wish you the very best with your photography journey and I look thank forward to seeing you. Very I look forward to seeing all your other photos in our community and beyond. Thank you. Surely I will share other photos on uh, Facebook, on uh, on your site. And uh, thanks a lot for this uh, opportunity you gave me. Really, it has been a great pleasure to talk with you. Likewise. Thank you so much. I love speaking with Ali because she's one of our most active community members. And it was so nice to hear her thoughts on our community and on being a photographer in general. I hope that this conversation inspired you to enjoy taking photographs even more and to also join our community. Please feel free to do so. There's a link to it in the description. If you have any questions for Ellie, if you want to just meet all kinds of talented photographers from across the globe, you're more than welcome to join us. We would love to see you there. See you next week. There's a simple reason why photographycourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography. While you're at it, claim your special discount code by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member.